Hello, 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 friends. I am super excited to bring to you um, a new Ask the Coach because um, I was graced with the ability to meet this incredible woman and just be in awe of her amazing talents and what she does. Um, her story is one that just melted my heart and just made me just feel like she would be perfect for our audience, for you guys. And I mean, just to be like, I want to be friends from like a long time ago. <laughs> um, sometimes you just meet somebody and you're just like, this is an awe-inspiring person. And so I am super excited to introduce you to Lindsay. Um, Lindsay, will you fill us in? Who are you and what, what do we got going? Sure. Hi. Well, I'm glad that we met too. I am a mom and a wife and a teacher and a dreamer. I'm realizing as I get older, I'm a dreamer. Everybody's a dreamer and it's good to have dreams. Um, as a kid, I remember, I remember being in school thinking I want to be a children's book author and illustrator, but I never, ever, ever pursued that. I went to school to be a teacher. I loved being a teacher. I decided to get my master's degree. I had a friend who, um, her mother was deaf. And so she taught me sign language. And so I started taking sign language in college and I loved it and I had to have a foreign language. So I did sign language. So years later, after um, I became a teacher and got my bachelor's degree, I went back to school to get my master's and I decided to do it in deaf education because I loved sign language. And what's interesting is the program that I went through did not use sign language at all. It was um, an auditory oral program. So it teaches children who are deaf and hard of hearing how to listen and speak. So I didn't use ASL like I thought I was going to, but I learned so much and it was awesome. Um, but as life has it, I moved to be with my husband and there weren't jobs for um, teachers of the deaf where I was. So I ended up being a preschool teacher and I loved it. I had babies and stopped teaching and start teaching and stopped teaching, you know, I have two little girls. And um, 2018, I started a new job at a Christian preschool and I loved it. I thought I was going to stay there forever. It was the best school on the planet. I told my husband, I'm like, I'm retiring here. And so that was my plan. Um, but let me see if, I, if we go back, though. I love the five love languages and I have learned as I've gotten older and read that, that words of affirmation is my love language. I will write notes when I'm happy, when I'm sad all the time. I just like to write. And I never really realized that that was my love language until I read that book, five love languages. But I remember with my first daughter, Allie, she was born in 2012 and I stayed home with her. And I just remember my heart, just bursting. I just had so much love and I had to get it out. So I wrote her a poem and I thought, wow, that would be really cool if someday it could be a book. And so I submitted it to publishers, not really thinking anything was going to happen because, you know, my author dream is like similar to being a country music star. Like that's not going to happen, you know, but I, I wrote some other stories because I thought, well, this is fun. But anyways, you know, nothing ever happened with that. Well, now that was my first published book. But anyway, being a teacher at this wonderful preschool, I first started working part time 
And then I started working full-time. And as soon as I worked full-time, I lost my voice. And I didn't think anything about it because I taught kindergarten years before. And every year I would lose my voice because you have to tell the kid, you know, you just talk constantly. I sing to them and, you know, give a whole bunch of directions and so much singing. I love that about little kids, um, teaching little kids. But anyways, my voice went away and my throat didn't hurt or anything. Um, but I wasn't surprised. Well, months later, it still wasn't back correctly. And I vividly remember being in church singing and the sound would just drop. And that was my favorite part of church. And I would get so irritated because I could sing one line and a sound would go away. But then if I sang it again, it wouldn't. So I'm like, what is wrong? Like, why? What's happening? And I was just raspy and it just was annoying. So I went to an ENT and he said, well, you've got what's called, what did he say? Silent reflux. Okay. Well, that's reflux that hurts your vocal cords, but you don't know it. So I took medicine for a while and it didn't help. Um, so I'm like, no, I don't, I don't have that. Okay. Well, I just went back to work and then I got sick. And my throat was really hurting. And I ended up going to an ENT again because I'm like, I can't even talk like at all at work. And it was such a challenge. Um, and he told me, he's like, well, you've got a problem with your voice. So you need to go see. A, well, first, I guess I had to do speech therapy. And I was like, what? I, why do I need speech therapy? And he explained to me that he's like, it's kind of like your if your ankle hurts, then you walk funny. And by walking funny, it makes your ankle feel better, but then your knee hurts. Like, okay. He goes, so you had some kind of trauma where you had to make up for it using your vocal cords. And now you're talking wrong. And I thought, okay, how do you talk wrong? But anyways, I went to speech therapy, um, got a little bit better. And then COVID happened. And then I wasn't working and my voice was fine and I could sing and everything. But when I went back to work teaching five days and it was miserable, just mm -hmm. miserable. And um, so finally my work, you know, they they were so nice and they were very accommodating and supportive. So they're like, OK, well, let's just go down to three days. So I was a five day teacher, but with two different excuse me, I had a five day classroom with two different teachers um, anyways. And I went to speech therapy again. And it just wasn't fun. I, as a teacher, right. you, you, if you're a teacher, you're teaching because you love it, not because you make any money. And if you look okay. at any of the preschool teachers that are teaching your babies, they're making pennies like zero. Um, but most of the women that I worked with, I mean, we all had master's degree, we're professional women, but we loved where we worked. Um, and so the money didn't matter, but I got to the point to where it was starting to suck the joy out of the job because I couldn't sing to them and I couldn't read to them. And I remember being irritated with the kids and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I can tell you 10 times to get in line or I can read you a story, but I can't do both. And I'm just like, I can't do my job well. And um, later on, I got to where I couldn't read to my girls my kids still do not know how to go to bed without a book. And so what we started doing was going on YouTube and watching people read books. So we had mm -hmm. read aloud. Um, and throughout all this time, there were several times where I had to be completely silent. I was silent for three weeks. I said nothing, nothing. 
So one of my kids is a very good lip reader. Another one, and that one also learned a lot of sign language because I know sign language. Um, but I ended up using an app like where you, it's text to speech. So I was like this robot mommy talking in Target. It, you know, it is okay. It's almost time to go. You know, keep your body to yourself. <laughs> robot mommy. Or we'd say mommy has commercials because all of a sudden it just starts saying all these commercials. And so I had to stop you know, and wait for the commercials to play for before it would like play what I was saying to my family. So that was kind of funny. Um, but anyway, anyway, the I, it was just sucking the joy out of my life. So finally in the summer, I talked to my husband and it was really hard. We went on vacation for the first time in 10 years. It was so awesome. And I had like prepared myself. Okay. I want to talk to him and tell him, I can't do this anymore. You know, this isn't any fun, but what in the world am I going to do? I'm a teacher. Like, what else do you do? I don't know. I can't teach sign language because teaching sign language is for people who are deaf, you know? Um, so that wasn't going to be an option for me. And I just, all throughout my life, I keep feeling God tapping on my shoulder and being like, Hey, remember you want to be an author. Don't forget you want to be an author. Remember? Um, and over COVID, we went through so much sidewalk chalk and I didn't know it at the time. I was improving my art skills every day doing sidewalk chalk with my girls. Um, so anyways, we're on vacation and I was like, I got to talk to you about something. And then I start getting teary eyed. I'm like, okay, never mind. You know, and I think it took me three times before I was able to sit down with him and say, I want to quit my job. Um, and I told him, I, I want to be an author and illustrator. I feel like God is telling me this is the time he's like, there's e-commerce platforms. You know, that's, that's a thing. Now you can, there's, um, digital art platforms, the iPad with procreate, which I had no, um, I don't know. All I know there was digital art platforms. So I just told Dan, I was like, I feel like God has laid it all out for me. I have to do something else. Will you support me? And he said, yes, <laughs> I was so glad we were in Key West. And if you are in Key West, there's art everywhere. And one of the art galleries that we went into had it, they said was an original sketch from um, Dr. Seuss. And so I just remember hearing that whisper from God, like he started somewhere. He started somewhere too, you know, and we ended up getting an idea to write a book about Key West. And so I got started and um, the kids went back to school and I got that art program and I just started studying, studying, studying. And I have a degree in YouTube now because I've started my own business and everything that I've learned up until now has been on YouTube. And now I have four published picture books. Two of them are personalized books. So that mommy book, my dream was to create a book for different mommies. So mommies that have different skin colors and different hair colors can read to their kiddos and the pictures in the story match the mommy. So my personalized book, it's got nine different mommies and then for a boy and a girl. So there's actually 18 different versions. So it took me a long time <laughs> to make it, but, um, so I have 
that's a personalized book. And then I have another book about a teacher that's personalized. And both of those are also on Amazon as generic books. But since then, my husband and I together wrote, um, why did the chicken cross the road in Key West? Which is one of the things that we learned um, whenever we were on our vacation. And then my fourth picture book is called I'm getting a cochlear implant. So whenever I was in college in my master's program, I remember seeing these pictures and I never did end up being a teacher of the deaf, but I'm super excited because this is how I'm going to be a teacher of the deaf. You know, I'm going to be doing it in my own way through a book. So anyways, I have just learned so much stuff. I've made so many friends. Um, I've gotten a lot of confidence from God, you know, just to be like, It doesn't matter if you're not a coder. It doesn't matter if you're not an artist or you went to art school, you know, just do what I tell you to do. And I've had so many ideas. And sometimes I'm looking at my hand like, God, are you moving my pencil? Because I know I can draw like that. That's really good. And so it's been fun. And I've really enjoyed inspiring other people. You know, just try it. Who says you can't? You are the one who says you can't. Nobody else does. It's you. And so that awful time with me not being able to use my voice was exactly what I needed for my next chapter in my life. So it sucked, but I'm so glad it happened. And it I have had so much fun, so much fun, new journey. So it's so awesome because. So you and I have a very similar instances in different, you know, aspects of our stories. I went to school to teach. Um, That's what I was going to do. I was going to do high school science. Um, I was a giant science nerd and I swore I was going to teach science to high schoolers or junior high. Everybody thought I was crazy. My college roommate wanted elementary ed and I was like, no, 25 little people staring at me. I will pass. Um, Hand me a bunch of, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth graders. I am perfectly fine with those. And, um, so it was funny cause I ended up not ended up, I didn't ever finish up my degree, but my thought process on teaching, I wanted to teach science and I thought it only would happen in a classroom. And I ended up homeschooling my kids for three years, all four of them for three years. I now pre- homeschool my preschooler That's and awesome. my kids and I teach adults how to love themselves. I teach kids. Um, I coach gymnastics. So it's like, you get these God promptings of like, you're going to be this and I want you to do this. And you feel like you're stuck in this box, right? You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to teach deaf children or you're going to teach to the deaf. And yet maybe it's through a book, not an actual classroom. And I learned that my teaching is not necessarily a classroom. It's my kitchen table. And it's the gymnastics gym and it's just different avenues. Um, We teach in different ways. Um, But I I just, it's so powerful to hear that, yes, one instance stopped you from what you thought the image would be. Um, But yeah, you didn't let it completely stop you. You let it go. I I say, you know, God's going to wind us around on a road. And we might feel like this is the road, but the road might curve a little. Are we willing to follow that curve or not is just how we go. Um, But your natural talents are incredible. I just, I applaud you 
for stepping into those those avenues and it's fun to see somebody truly in their purpose like it really is because you just radiate this like joy and excitement about what you do and it's so fun um I love your book. We were talking before we got on about your book and how it applies to my own house with me losing my hearing. And I just, it's so fun. It's so fun to see somebody else stepping into that, that avenue and allowing their, their mind to hit paper. Um, I was a very similar thought process when it comes to, I always thought it, you know, I wanted to be a writer. I always wanted to be an author. I was a book nerd my entire life. Um, my mom moved recently, funny thing. And she gave me this box and she's like, this is all your stuff from like ever. And I was like, okay, I thought we got rid of this, but okay. And I go, I'm going through it with my husband looking at pictures and I pull out two different books that I wrote back in like elementary school that are hard my illustrations. And I was like, well, I, I knew I would never be an artist because these illustrations are horrendous. Um, but I've always been the writer. I People always tell me, you just have a way with words. And I always used to blow it off. And then I started writing my books. And everybody's like, I mean, this is kind of your avenue. You might want to think about my, keep going with these. Um, but it's it's interesting to see somebody who follows this same thought process. You know, you might have this, this idea or want as a kid and where does that go? Like we as adults, I feel like we forget that dream. We forget this thought process or we, we limit ourselves. And like you said, you're the only one stopping yourself because at one point in time, you had this childlike dream. I want to be the author and illustrator and I want my name on a book. And yet somehow, some way we forget that dream. We think it's like, you know how every time we hear kids say, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Um, and we're like, oh, that's great. Let's pick a realistic job, you know? And yet, yeah. Yeah, you know, I look at it and I'm like, well, maybe that's us being astronauts, right? Like it's us stepping into it. And I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that you stepped into that and, and didn't allow that childlike dream to stop. Um, but what was the thing that like made you say, okay, I really know this is it. Like I've had this childlike dream. Do I listen to it really honestly? Like what was that big thing for you that you were like, no, this is, this is where I need to be truly. Well, as a teacher, you know, my job is perfect with my kids. I've been a stay at home mom or a teacher my whole life. So my kids never went to daycare or they didn't go I mean, if they went to summer camps, I was there too, most of the time. So I really didn't know how to have a regular nine to five job as a mom. And I really didn't want to do that. Um, and so I don't know. I really just, I didn't pursue anything else. I didn't know what else I could do. Um, it was just God. It was just God. But I feel like as an adult, we like stop up. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm out of school now. I'm done learning. Now this is just my life. And then, it, you know, you become a parent and you learn a ton. And for yeah. me, I realized that I was going to learn anything as a parent. Oh, wow. Was I wrong? <clears throat> um, but I, you know, listened to different 
messages. I listen to Terry Savelle Foy. I love her. She calls herself the uh, cheerleader of dreams. And, but she tells, she encourages us like, don't stop dreaming just because you're older. I mean, you're not done yet. You still have heartbeats. You got to keep going. And I've realized all of these dreams and all of these ideas come from somewhere. And I believe that that's from God. And so I've just decided with my husband's support, I couldn't do any of this without my husband, you know, because it takes a long time to be successful at something like this. Um, so if I was on my own, I don't know what I would have done, honestly. Um, but I've had his support and my family's support, but really it was God. It was God. But one really cool thing that I'm super proud of now, remember how I told you that we used to listen to read alouds on YouTube? Yeah. Well, I have read alouds on YouTube of my books and actually my kids read one of them. So hopefully, you know, there are other kids listening to our story, you know, our stories, just like we were listening to other stories. And now my kids do stuff all the time for me. I'm like, come on, I'm buy you an ice cream. You can do some voiceovers for me, you know, and I'm, I'm putting them to work. I'm growing up some illustrators too, by the way. Oh, and art, just so you know, I've learned is a skill. Art is not a gift. It is a skill. So if you continue to work at it, you continue to practice, you will grow. So if you want to be an artist, if you keep working at it, you can do that. <laughs> it's funny you say that because art is not my thing. Like it's just, it is not, it doesn't bring me joy. I'm too much of a perfectionist, like the smallest line out of place. And I'd be like throwing the whole thing out. My husband and my oldest, they are my artsy people. So I'm always like, I mean, we could, we could illustrate this together. Um, <laughs> you, you draw it. I'll write it. How about that? Um, but my husband would, to have him sit down and actually draw would be, it's amazing watching him draw. And it's just, I just look at it and I'm like, it's a natural talent to him. My natural talent is writing. I will delegate out the art skills because it's just not for me. Um, but I think personally, you are, you're so right. You're so right. Because the ideas when you're in alignment with where God wants you and needs you to be and has created you to be, it just flows. The, the ideas, the operations, the things, the knowledge, like you, you even said, like, we're not done learning. I mean, you're never too old to learn. You're never old, too old to dream. I've had so many people tell me, well, I can't do that because I'm old. I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you still moving? Cause I still, I can sense you're here. So you're never too old. Like we can always continue to learn and it's not necessarily learning, like going back to school. I mean, some may need to go back to school for it, but like you said, it's YouTube, it's, it's life, it's trial and error. Um, I know a lot of my stuff has been trial and error and, and figuring yeah. it out and the idea that there is no failure. If anything, it's just a lesson learned. And it's another pivot point. It's another thing. But when you're in true alignment, the ideas just flow. The things just happen. It, it's truly the divinity of what the moment is like. And, you know, like I sit and I'm like, I, I think all the time about how, you know, yeah, I could go this route and make um, you know, more money or do, you know what I mean? Get the prestige and the things and the title. 
or I can go where I'm called to be and have success in that way. Um, and I play in that way. So oh, much. Yeah. It, it really is. It, it's, and I feel like it's more impactful versus, yeah, the money is great, but what's the money going to do for you versus now going where your passion is. And like you said, it takes time to have success. It takes time to be in that avenue, you know, whether it's writing, you know, or drawing or, or just, I mean, anything, because I understand that the concept of writing a book takes time to put it together in that time. You might not be making the dollars, you know, but you know, in the end of it all, it's coming out because it's, he will provide, he will provide for you when you step into that space that he's called you to be. Um, and that we can't compare. We can never compare because your success is different than my success, but we're building the kingdom together and you're needed just as much as I'm needed as somebody else is needed because we all have different talents and we're given these talents because of who we are and what we, we carry inside of us. And we're not all meant to be Barbie. I mean, that would be a boring world. Um, and so it's, it's awesome to see somebody step into their purpose. Like you have and truly not let the roadblock stop you. You, you saw the opportunity. You were like, I don't know what else to do. I mean, how many moms, I know I was one of those. I used to work corporate America all the time. And I worked, you know, I was the breadwinner in my house. My husband stayed home and I worked. I worked corporate America. And then I got pulled home because he started making more money than I did. And now I'm like, I don't know if I could do a nine to five. Like, it sounds great. I don't know if I'm meant for that. And other women are meant for the nine to five. Super cool. That's your avenue. But we can't take away that feeling. Like we can't, you know, as a stay-at-home mom or even somebody who's been home with your kids, like that feeling of like, I just, it's yucky. Like the concept of a nine to five is yucky sometimes. Mm -hmm. And if that's not your thing, then don't go that route. Don't force it. Go where you're being led. And it's just, it's such an inspiration that you didn't let it stop you. You didn't let it stop the creativity that was already in you. Um, and that teacher skill transferred. You're teaching in a different way. You're helping yeah. other, you're helping others and parents teach to their kids. Um, because teaching and knowledge and love all starts at home. Um, you know, that's why my kids have, we have literally books everywhere and they have a small library. I made I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, I need this, the Beauty and the Beast library with the like rolling shelving and all the things. Like, yeah. when does that show up? He's like, hold on, let me work on it. And um, I'm like, between my kids' books and mine, I'm like, we need to hurry up on that one. Um, but that's where books and knowledge is something that can never be taken away you know, our, our growing sensation to learn can never be taken away from us. Um, once you learn it, it's yours. And now what do you do with it? And I just think it's such an inspiration that you didn't, you took your knowledge and put it in a different avenue. Um, because in your passion, you know, you can tell that it's, it's in your books, your passion for kids is in your books. It's the way that you speak. It's the way that, you know, 
you write and you do because I mean, I would be like, here it is. This is it. And you make it fun. Like you do truly make it fun and exciting for them to relate and understand and, and know that, you know what, this is what I see. Okay. Yeah. It might not actually look like that, or it might not actually be this, but I get that. And you make, you make knowledge relatable to small people. And that's so awesome because that is a skill. That is a true skill. Um, and it's so awesome. Um, if you had any, if you had any words of wisdom for somebody that is kind of at that transition point, right? They're in that, the midst of this isn't working. Something is, you know, I always call it the suck point where we're in the transition. We're in the midst of it. It's not pretty. We know that something's got to shift. If you know anybody and you're, you're coming face to face with them and you can tell them anything from your own journey or advice, what advice would you give them at that point? Uh, maybe just maybe God's telling you to go in a different direction. You know, just look around and really think and ask him, where do you want me to be? What do you want me to do? And instead of, you know, trying to come up with ideas for yourself, like my husband tells me, he's like, did you get a download yet? I'm like, yes, I did. Or no, not yet. But just listen. And instead of just telling yourself that you can't, well, I can't do that. Well, I'm not trained for that. Or, you know, just listen and do it. Um, and believe in yourself. We're so hard on ourselves. I'm so hard on myself, but I feel so good about what God created me to be. And does he speak mm -hmm. audibly to me? No, no, but I just, it's got to be from him. And I feel like, I, you know, I like you talking about comparing your journey to somebody else's because we're all different. And I yes. feel like God's just going to work it out because I think about the marketing and I am just not the marketing person. But I feel like God has told me, hey, you can do this and this and this and this. Let me worry about that. You just do what I'm showing you how to do and I'll just take care of the rest of it. And maybe that means later on he'll show me that, but I'm not going to worry about that. You know, or mm -hmm. I think if you could listen, and I mean, that's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. or hard to explain, you know? Yeah. But, or just believe in yourself, like just take the ceiling off and just try. And if it, yeah. if you don't see, okay. But you know, haven't you heard of fail is, is the first attempt in learning? Have you heard oh. that? Yeah. I, have, I think I've heard of that one, but I, I, it's not the most common one. So you don't, you don't always hear it. Um, and I'm the person says, you know, there is no failing. It's just lessons learned. Um, but you, you made some good points of like being hard on ourselves. We are, we are very hard on ourselves. We, we, well, I can't do that. Well, who said, um, and the idea that like, yeah, you might not be great at marketing right now. And so a lot of people will stop and they'll be like, well, I don't, it's not perfect. I don't have it all figured out. And it's like, no, no, no. I want you just to take the steps. Like, you know how to do these three. So take these three steps and run with it. I'll, I'll give you the knowledge later. You'll get that later. Or we'll make that, we'll make where we don't 
have all the information, he fills in the gaps. Um, and I think it's so important to remember that it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't yes. have to be, you know, earth shattering to still be impactful, to be purposeful, to be needed. Um, you know, am I sitting on the shelves of book Barnes and Noble? I'm personally not, but it's helping and impacting lives. I mean, I don't know if you've hit Barnes and Noble yet. Um, goal of mine, I would love that to be a thing. Um, but that doesn't always define success. We get to define that. And, and you're right. Remove the ceiling. We, we stop a ceiling and we stop ourselves and we create the like, oh, I, this is where I'm good. Or this is where I should be. And it's like, who says? I mean, who says that you were only created for that? Um, so, so much good advice. So much good advice. Um, well, and you're not anybody else. Like, I think I will never be Dr. Seuss. Never. I'm not him. But aren't you glad that he decided to be who he was? Mm -hmm. You know? But maybe, but maybe that's going to be the same for me. Well, I'll never be Lindsay Dane. No, you won't. There's only one me and yes. I'm just going to, I'm just going to try to be me and shine in my own way. You know, my company is called his little light of mine, you know, um, cause I shine his light. I'm so proud of that name. <laughs> um, I but yeah, there's only one you and you know, another author and illustrator that I love is Dave Pilkey. Do you guys read dog man or cat kid comic club? I yeah. love cat comic club. That's my favorite. Well, if you read about him, it seems like, Oh wow. He's like all of a sudden has this instant success because dog man's everywhere and cat kid comic club is everywhere. And Oh yeah. He did captain underpants and Oh, now he's, you know, he's got like a whole, um, you know, cartoon series or, or it was in a movie. But if you read some of his stuff, he was getting awards in the 80s. He didn't just show up. You know, it's taken right. him a long time to be successful. And I'm so proud of his success. But it was not instant. And nobody's is. Or if it is, it doesn't last. You know, right. but everybody's definition of success is different. Do I want my books in Barnes and Noble? I don't know if that would if that would define success for me. I don't know. Because I could put them in there. And I haven't. So I don't know. I think that is another thing is you define what success is to you. Because who says? You say. Yeah. Right, right. And that's the joy of it. Um, now, you mentioned how you use, you bring your girls in to the business and they do voiceovers and things like that. Have you noticed anything different about them since you stepped into your purpose, like into oh, your calling? For sure. For sure. Oh, yes. Like my whole family, we think, you know, we are so creative together. Like we drove by some road. Now I can't even remember what it was called, but I have a running list on my phone of all these different ideas. Oh, that's a book idea. Or, oh, look, listen to this, mommy. This is a good character name. Um, and so they have become more creative. And mommy, you should write a book about this. And well, mommy, you should write a book about that. I'm like, well, maybe you should write a book about that. You know, but we put it down and my girls, they draw all the time and they, they're so good at it, but it's because they keep working at it. But I think they're accepting that, you know, my art is mine and I, my art doesn't have to look like mommy's. And if you look at mommy's mommy's keeps changing anyway, but theirs keeps changing and they just keep growing. But I think the creativity 
so much, there's so much creativity in our home. Even with my husband, my husband has got all kinds of ideas. A dream of mine, success for me, would be for him to be able to stop working his job, even though he loves it, and work with me and write all those books that he has ideas for. That would be success to me. Yes, I am on the same page. Success is when my husband gets to be home with my kids, when I get to retire him um, from doing what I love to do, not just corporate America, but like to be able to bring my husband home and retire him um, doing something I love. That is success, right? But I, as I go through my journey and having the business and the podcast and all of these things, um, it's fun because I agree with you, you, the creativity in your own house, it shifts, it changes because you stepped into your calling. You've now shown and are an example to the kids that tap into it, open up the, the doors, remove that ceiling and step into what you're called to do. And, and the creativity within themselves expands exponentially. Um, you know, I see my youngest pulling out a computer cause she sees me on my calls and she's like, Oh, I gotta be on my call. And she'll come up with a whole story and sit there in front of her computer and the computer's not even on, but it's a moment. I mean, there was, we were watching one day, a friend of mine who's very into makeup and my little one pulls up the fake computer and is putting on makeup and doing a whole tutorial. And I was like, cool, love it. If that's what you want to do, then do that. Um, yeah. you know, we're, I watch my big kids who are, oh, mom, do you think I could sell this? Because they make bracelets and things like that. Do you think I could do that? Absolutely. And they're looking outside of maybe like they both of my big kids are 12 and 13. And they look at me and they're like, do I have to go to college? And I was like, you don't have to, but you better do something then. And they, yeah. they're like at this point where they're like, so how do we make money? Right. Like they are, they're like, how do I do this and be happy? I want to do something, you know, and it's fun because you're setting the example. We are the example for them to follow of what is endless opportunities. You know, just because we carry the title of mom and wife doesn't mean that our dreams have to stop. Um, And I think that's a great example that is being set. Because your girls are going to now look up and be like, well, my mom was a mom and an author and she had a business and she did all of this. Why can't I? And you've now just opened up the door to, to the endless opportunities for them. Um, so it's, it's really powerful what happens when you step into your calling because then they can step into theirs and it's a whole new world for them. Well, and aren't you glad that God's plans are better than yours? Like, I would have never said that I was a business owner. What? I'm also a fitness instructor. I would never have said I did that, you know, but God led me that way. And I'm so glad because his plans are better. Yeah, they are and bigger. usually better and bigger than mine. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. and I, but um, if anybody wants to get a hold their hands on your amazing books, how do we get a hold of you or those books or how do we find out how to get our hands on our amazing products? Well, you can find everything on my website at his little light of That's H I S his meaning God, little light of I'm also on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I would love for you to, to watch my little girls. Well, actually, well, they're in there. Listen to my little girls, listen to you're more than my teacher. 
that's my daughters are, uh, they talk on that. But anyways, go to his mine.com. You can find everything there. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you, Lindsay, for being on and just being an amazing light because I mean, the world needs it and they need you. So thank you so much for being here, um, stepping into your calling. And even if you're a little afraid, you're doing it. I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And, um, I will definitely be getting a set of at least the hearing book for my house. Cause I know we're going to need it. Awesome. Well, that, that touches my heart that you said that I'm a light. Cause that's, that's the goal. Look up Matthew five sixteen. That's the, that's, um, the foundation of my, my company. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You need to open your Bible and look at it. Matthew five sixteen. Well, I'm on Matthew 14. So I guess I'm not far off today. Literally Bible sitting in arm's reach of me, um, on Matthew 14. So All right. I will have to start perusing the next sections. Right. Well, thank you for having me. It's so fun to, to talk about all the things that I love. Sometimes I talk to my girls and they're like, mom, like I have great news. Is it about your book? Yes. Oh, like that was great news. I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I know. I do the same thing with my kids and I'm like, guess what? They're like, is it about work? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, yeah. okay, uh. sure. <laughs> what, what do you got for me, mom? And I'm like, cause they know that I'm going to tell them anyway. So they're like, sure. Sounds great, mom. And I'm like, that's great. Thanks guys. You're so supportive. <laughs> I'm proud of me anyway. I don't need, I don't need your approval, but I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't care if you like it or not. You're going to learn and you're going to be excited with me, um, right. but we are excited. And so thank you so much um, guys follow along and go check out Lindsay and her amazing books uh, and make sure that you listen up for the next one of our um, ask the coaches where we get new people on talking about following their passions and what they're excited about. Um, so thank you again, Lindsay. And we will, be talking soon. Okay.